I had never really thought of myself as a dog person. Hi, I'm Chanel Haskins, and I'm here with my partner, Ali Valdez. Hey, Ali. Hey, I'm Ali. We're going to be talking about dogs as man's best friend. Ali, we're not supposed to be cliche. Oh, yeah, because stories about dog love are ubiquitous. It's hard to avoid cliches, but we're going to try in this essay to complicate the idea of dog love. Right. So we interviewed Greta Bergstresser, technology training coordinator at Lafayette, in the hope of learning more about the relationship between human and dog. You all have already heard the relationship between dogs and humans being described as man's best friend. When we use this commonplace phrase, we're implying a millennia-long history of our close relationship, loyalty, and companionship with domesticated dogs. However, we wanted to dive deeper and challenge this notion. We're going to tell the story of a woman's relationship with her dog, and through Greta's story, we're going to illustrate the process of how a non-dog lover becomes a dog lover, the impact the dog has on a person, and the science behind it. about the transformation of a small-town farm girl whose perspective on dogs drastically changed far later in her life. Her perspective on dogs wouldn't shift until after grad school. Greta transitioned from someone who never saw dogs as pets into a dog lover, having a newfound appreciation and understanding about canines. With the help of scientific evidence, the goal of this story is to demonstrate the blossoming of a genuine companionship between a human and her dogs. More importantly, We'll be exploring how having a dog changed Greta's life and how it benefited her as a person. Growing up on a farm, Greta never thought she would be a dog person. She grew up on a sheep farm where the only domestic animals she ever encountered on a daily basis were cats. When I was little, we, we, my dad would not let us have dogs. We, I lived on a sheep farm and my only interaction with dogs was like wild dogs getting in and chasing the sheep and like killing the lambs or whatever, so it was always a bad experience. Um, so we always had cats growing up, like barn cats and stuff and farm animals. Greta's experience living on a farm gave her a completely different perspective on dogs. Many people saw a dog sighting as relatively normal, but Greta's thinking about dogs changed when she met a poodle for the first time. I had never really thought of myself as a dog person until I, was, I had graduated from graduate school and I was working as an assistant to a glass artist who had her dogs in the studio with her like every day and she had a poodle and I loved that dog. It was like the first dog I ever met that I'm like I could see myself owning that dog. So that's what started the poodle thing and then from there it's just like yeah I'm a dog person now.
I asked Greta how having a dog changed her life. This is what she had to say. So I think it's a really big change uh, if you've never had a dog before because it's almost like a child, um, especially if you get them when they're a puppy and you have to do all the training and all of that stuff. Um, and, uh, and I had made a decision from like the minute I got Emma, like she's going with me everywhere. And since I was still working for that, uh, that artist, I actually took Emma with me to work. Dog owners quickly realize that owning a dog is a dramatic shift. As Caroline Knapp says, before you get a dog, you can't quite imagine what living with one might be like. Before we invite a dog into our families, we have our own expectations on what it's like to have this living creature in our families. For instance, myself as a non-dog owner, I have my own expectations, and I will admit that I don't truly know what it's like, because in order to understand someone's experiences, you need to experience them directly for yourself. Through running a dog, Greta has come to understand them and the importance of treating these animals in the best way possible. She is a believer that dogs are indeed sentient beings and should be treated as such. It is interesting to see the beliefs that non-dog owners have regarding dogs. For Greta, owning a dog made her soon realize that having a dog completely changes your life. She often compares it to having a child. The responsibilities are all the same. I think because you get really bonded to them especially if you spend a lot of time with them um and I'm really big into hiking and those dogs have always hiked with me um and like they can do like 15 miles with like no problem so um I always felt like we were really close and like they're very affectionate with me and you know you get to know their quirks and I don't know you feel like you know them like another person on that level um and they're also entirely dependent on you, like a small child. Attachment doesn't come so easily sometimes. We can have our own personal hurdles that obstruct the path of having a loving relationship with a dog. As Knapp states, a lot of people, quite frankly, think intense attachments to animals are weird and suspect, the domain of people who can't quite handle attachments to humans. Greta illustrates this through her relationship with her boyfriend's dogs, Ice and Shadow. It was... A transition for me, like getting to know Ice and Shadow, like Huskies are entirely different than Poodles. Like not only just how they look, but they're very vocal dogs. Like I don't know if you've been around Huskies much, but like they're constantly like talking to you and like howling and like making all sorts of noises. Like that was a big adjustment. Um, and then one of the things that attracted me to Poodles was they don't shed. And Huskies shed like crazy. Like there are just like these huge you know, dust bunnies of, like, dog hair <laughs> just, like, pop up all over the place. Um, so, like, I had some personal hurdles to get over to get to be close with those dogs um, as well. I also think that, um, and this is entirely true with, like, children as well, like, you're never as close with somebody else's pet or child as you are with your own because they're your own and you spend way more time with them and you have a special bond or interaction with them. Um, and I think I've reached that point with Ice and Shadow now. In contrast to Greta, some people never feel attached. People sometimes quit on dogs when they prove to be difficult. Often adopting dogs from shelters without taking into consideration the responsibility and possible issues that can be faced when they include a dog as part of the family. Shadow's adoption story is a perfect example of this phenomenon. Shadow actually is, he's the only one of our dogs that came from a shelter because um, my boyfriend worked at a husky shelter for a while and he was born in the shelter, born with parvo, so he had like some serious health problems, um, but was adopted twice and brought back. 
because people didn't really think about like first of all if you're going to a shelter your chances are you're getting a dog that has some sort of issue it's probably got health issues and or behavioral issues and like he had both um so he's been a struggle to <laughs> acclimatize to the whole this is a house we don't destroy everything like you go to the bathroom outside not inside um um, but he's finally like reached that point where he's like a, a sweet little guy now. But um, but yeah, I think that it's like it's something you shouldn't take lightly, and it you because it's a huge responsibility, and it's like damaging to that dog if you do return them, and because like they get bonded to you too. It's of importance to consider Shadow's story in the bigger picture because it highlights the fact that some people don't view dogs in the same way as Greta and some of us do. For instance. Greta's mom is one of those people who doesn't feel the same dog love that a lot of others feel. So that would be my mother. Um, who? So I have a twin sister who is also, like, I very attached to her dogs. She doesn't have any kids, so, like, her dogs are her kids. Um, and, uh, and her and her husband at one point had four dogs, too. <laughs> They're down to two right now because they lost two to health problems. But, um, but my, mo- my mom doesn't get it at all. Like, no, like, understanding at all, like, about the attachment or, like, why you would spend all the money at the vet or, like, any of it. The, like, the trouble. Like, they're more trouble than they're worth is her mentality. And I think that... somebody who has that mindset if they're not open to like having a dog themselves like they'll never understand like you can't make somebody recognize that bond i've seen these same sentiments from my personal experience the older generation seems to have a different view on dogs seeing them as burdens my grandma for instance puts much emphasis on the work that goes into dogs rather than the actual satisfying relationship that one can have with a dog This is a perfect example of how people's past circumstances have a huge impact on their beliefs, whether it be with dogs or otherwise. she experienced since owning a dog. For Greta, the most prominent benefit she enjoyed is how owning a dog improved her social life. It's definitely, it makes you a more social person, I think especially given um, the way we interact with people these days, like so much of it is digital interactions and not face-to-face, but I know, like, and I lived in, um, like a housing development when I first got Emma and I didn't know a single neighbor other than the person who lived next door to me. And once I had her, like I knew every single person that owned a dog and it, it's a real like social thing, which I think is um, a really big benefit too, both to you and to them. Like they get to meet their other little doggy neighbors and you know, it's always an excuse to like be out in your neighborhood and meet people. So I think that's a good thing. It seems to come naturally for humans and dogs to bond. It makes sense because we're both social animals. According to British ethologist John Bradshaw, dogs are social canids. Through looking at the evolution of dogs, he analyzes how they came to be this way. 
According to him, most of the differences between wolves and dogs were manifested socially, with wolves being less social and dogs becoming more social, particularly with us humans. A common misconception is that dogs are pack animals, seeing humans as the pack. However, this is controversial due to the fact that there is increasing scientific evidence against this notion. This is because pack behavior was only observed by watching wolves in a contained environment, whereas in the wild, they do not replicate the same behavior. Dogs as pack animals doesn't explain why they bond with us, but there is another reason that they have a profound ability to bond with humans. The result of the process of domestication. Bradshaw explains a common misconception that dogs are pack animals, seeing humans as part of the pack. However, the notion is due to the fact that there is increasing scientific evidence against this concept. Pack behavior was only observed by watching wolves in a contained environment, whereas in the wild they do not replicate the same behavior. Dogs as pack animals does not explain why they bond with us, but there is another reason that they have a profound ability to bond with humans. A scientific explanation for our bonding with dogs is not only the fact that we are both social animals, but also the release of the hormone oxytocin. When we pet dogs, oxytocin is released in both the dog and us. In her book, Made for Each Other, producer and writer Meg Daly Olmert explores the dog-human bond. She explains that the stroking of the C-tactile afferents stimulates the release of oxytocin. This is similar to how a mother nurses her child. The touch between the mother and child releases oxytocin in both of them, increasing the bond. Oxytocin is the chemical that plays an essential role in forming the bond that we share with our four-legged friends. It is also important to note that oxytocin has its limitations. According to Professor Tomaszewski, sex differences in dogs as well as owners can have an effect on the formation of a bond between human and animal. I will also say that since owning dogs... Um... I was before that never the kind of person who would like say, oh, can I pet your dog? Like, I'd just say, oh, that's a nice dog and I'm going to keep walking. Um, but now I do have that urge um, to, you know, talk to other people about their dogs and say hello and stuff like that. So it's definitely made me a dog person, whereas before I probably didn't care. dog lover is life-changing, but the process looks different for everyone. Greta's story shows us how it could take years before becoming a dog lover, and you might not even expect it. There are, of course, people who don't and won't enjoy or understand dog love as much as others. People's circumstances would determine their perception on dogs, whether it be a generational thing, past experiences with dogs, or entire lack of domestic dogs in their life. Yeah, I'm a dog person now. Turn to the classics. <laughs>